We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I have to make a few points before we start celebrating Ben's day. Point number one, Jeff's an idiot. Point number two, I'd like to file a complaint with HR. B. Mitch is doing intermittent fasting, and he's not allowed to eat till 11 a.m. So 11 a.m. hits, and my man is starving. (laughs) You know what is incredibly unfair? (laughs) To walk into a prison cell studio, and the best smell in the world of fresh fried chicken is three feet away from me, and I don't have any. And because he's starving, I know he's not going to give me any. So, Jeff, (laughs) you thought I was mad at him for eating fried chicken. No, I'm mad that I have to smell fried chicken, and I don't get any. Now I am freaking starving. Oh, well, he's giving me some. So, <laughs> planning works out sometimes. <laughs> that is hot. I know you like your food hot, but damn, me. <laughs> All right. It is Ben's Day. That means we have people named Ben on the program on Wednesday. Yeah. To help us celebrate our boy Ben Standig from The Athletic. Of course, you can follow him on Twitter at Ben Standig or check out Standing Room Only, his podcast. Benny, what up, man? You know, I'm... Uh, I've had a couple good things happen in my life. Being a part of Ben's Day, I mean, this is uh, this is way up there. I appreciate the honor. That's up there. Well, you know what? We're glad to have you. Um, I should thank my mother for this, I guess. You should. Let's start with the offense coordinator search for yeah. the commanders. Uh, ben does a great job covering the commanders for the athletic. Where are you at? What do you think is going to happen? Who's the leader in the yeah. clubhouse? You bring us up to speed. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's it's more of like the profile than like definitively the individual. It just feels like, you know, the way with where Ron Rivera's position going into his fourth year, as we know, hasn't had a winning record here yet. The ownership uncertainty clouds his future, et cetera. I just don't see him hiring an offensive coordinator that's going to need some training wheels. And even if somebody may be a real visionary, he needs somebody that can come in immediately and get the job done. And based on the five names that we 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 have who've, who've interviewed, that would either be Pat Shermer or Ken Zampezi. Uh, you know, Shermer's had success as an OC in various spots. Uh, but Zampezi was an OC with the Bengals. Didn't exactly. That was a disaster. Work. Yeah, that didn't work <laughs> out great. But, you know, he obviously is here, and there would be a pretty you know seamless transition, you would think, to, to doing that. So, to me, it's those two. The other three names. Again, maybe they're interesting candidates that get hired, but for where this team is right now and with Ron Rivera's sort of uh, vibe we always get from him, I just don't see him going down the inexperienced route at this point. So I I think and have thought all along that, that Shermer is most likely to get the job. Do you agree with me? Um, I, I Probably yes, because I just don't – I mean, look – 
I'm not trying to knock Zampezi, but it just feels like that wouldn't be that inspiring of a move to say you've got to, you know, something wasn't right on offense and then just stay with somebody in the building. Granted, I'm somebody who used to cover the Wizards, and when they fired Ernie Grunfeld, they decided after a long search to hire the guy who's been in the building for 15 years. So uh, I'm used to the, <laughs> I'm used to it if it's that kind of move. But, yeah, I, to me, Shermer would make the most sense. Now, I, I don't necessarily know that he's I, the ideal hire. So How exciting would pe- that be? Right, exactly. I mean, I've had some people tell me he's, you know, maybe a bit old school and not in the cool way. Um, you know, but look, he has had some success. Rivera knows him from their time together with the Eagles under Andy Reid. And, uh, you know, you, you, you could sell it to an extent, but I don't think it would be a sexy hire. But honestly, I don't know. It's going to go down sort of the the retread route, and I just don't see how anybody who has options is considering Washington. It's just not going to be a sexy name, I would imagine, regardless. You know, I think when you look at it, though, Ron is in a, in a in a position right now where the the guy that has inexperience and the guy that has experience and hasn't been very good at it, it's the same thing in my eyes. You're you're talking about with with uh, Del Rio. I'm, I'm talking about with uh, with a uh, uh, a Shermer, a Zampezi, or somebody that's never called plays yet. They, it's basically the same. Where where has they where did Zampezi or Shermer? Have so much success to where Shermer has had some success. I mean, that Vikings team, the Case Keenum year, was was Shermer calling plays, and they were good. They had a really good offense. So I'm not saying of his body of work, one year there's don't mean less success. What right. I'm saying, so we but got, he's we, had some. We have a head coach who has three years of success, and we still are not too sold on that. So my whole thing is, a lot of times we get caught up in the well. This guy has experience, man. That may be the problem. You know, you may want to go with somebody that thinks a little different or just a little bit off to try and shake something up because, let's be real, if they're not above and beyond great, you don't think you, you see this uh, coaching staff back, do you, When when if they change over uh, ownership? Yeah, no, no. This is this is the conundrum that, that they face, and this is also something that incoming candidates are going to be worried about also, which is why you're probably not going to attract the best and the brightest uh, you know, the best options out there. Um, but, you know, look, it, I, it's hard to argue with what you're saying in terms of Schirmer has had some success. You know, he, he was there for the Eagles uh, when, you know, Donovan, some good years for Donovan McNabb. He helps, uh, you know, Nick Foles develop early on in his career. And, and JP mentioned the Case Keenan part. And there's been some other components as well. He's been hired twice as a head coach based on the success he had um, as an OC. But, Look, what is the what is the entire mo of Ron Rivera's hires? Typically, it's somebody that he knows to a degree and that you know has some experience. Scott Turner was almost the rare guy who didn't have a ton, and yet even that he knew Scott because of the Carolina days uh, and so on. So if it was just if, if we if everything else was equal and we weren't thinking about the future, yeah, I, I think some of these other names, uh, Thomas Brown in particular. With the Rams, I think from the Rams would be a really interesting hire. But I, I just don't see Rivera taking that risk of the unknown. He's more of that CEO type head coach, and he wants that OC. I would think to be able to run that whole situation, and you know, you just don't know as much if that if that new guy is going to be able to do that. Yeah, I well, I also think, and I don't want to speak for you. We're talking with our friend Ben Standing, covers the Commanders for the Athletic. Um, there's what you think will happen versus what you think should happen. And, and I think, 
at least for me, I think what will happen is Shermer. Uh, I think I'm not sure what I think should happen. I'd be really, really curious about Thomas Brown. It's a name I've, I've thrown out there for a while, um, but I wonder if I was him, and I'm a young guy with my future ahead of me, and you look at this situation where you got some good wide receivers, got some pretty good backs. You got to rebuild an offensive line. You got no idea what you got at quarterback. I feel like for a young play caller, if you come in here, this offense hasn't finished higher than, I believe, 20th in yards gained in the last five years. And you come in here and this team goes 6 and 11. It's a rebuild. Does that eliminate you from getting another job down the road? Oh, yeah. I, I would imagine that Thomas, I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. I think anybody who thinks that they have options, that they eventually become an offensive coordinator, they're tracking that way, they have those aspirations, I would not want to risk it here. I mean, not only is there the uncertainty with Ron Rivera's staff because of the ownership deal, you know, as much as we may find Sam Howell interesting, we're talking about a fifth-round pick with one career start, you know, you're going to hitch your wagon to that as well. Uh, You know, right now, I I just don't think that's uh, a move that a lot of people would make. So, and look, you know, we all keep talking about Dan Snyder selling until it happens, you know, who, who can say right. what's going to happen? So, um, yeah, no, I think that's what I'm saying. I think anybody with options is going, or, or, you know, whether it's this year or the, or going forward is probably going to, to say, I'm good, but I appreciate the offer. But that's where someone like Shermer, you know, is more in line of, okay, he's done this job, but I don't know what his other options are. In fact, I'm not sure he's being interviewed. I'm not sure if he's been interviewed for any other positions yet. Thomas Brown's been interviewed for several positions. Um, well, so, and, and, yeah. I just think when a guy is uh, a head coach and then all of a sudden now when you start seeing people talk about doing things and if he's not getting a lot of uh, calls from everywhere else, that tells me everything I need to know. Sure. I mean, look, I would, I would go back to this, right? Go back to the Ron Rivera hire itself. Um, I doubt any other team in the league would have said Ron would like you to be the head coach, but also essentially the general manager. But that's something that Dan Snyder probably needed to give Ron Rivera to get him to come here because of all the shenanigans that go on. And this is the this has been the issue now going on for many years. Here is can you always get exactly? Can you go to the top of any of these lists and get who you want? The answer is basically no for the most part because. Uh-huh of all these other factors. So it's no different in this case. I'm again, I'm, you know, Pat Shermer and, you know, ZPZ, they obviously, you know, they, they know way more about football than, than, than I do and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, they, they wouldn't be the most inspiring of hires, but they also may be the best that they can do right now. Um, do you think there will be more names, more interviews to come and, and touch specifically on Eric Bieniemy for me? Yeah, I mean, I would, I would imagine that's that, that would be the case. You know, I, the Senior Bowl is next week. In my head, I kept thinking it would be good to get the, uh, this hire done before that, so you have that person there to help, you know, scout the players, but also have, you have a better feel for what type, what the offense is going to look like. So these players have there's more context with that. Um, but at the same time, I, I would think there are probably going to be some more names. Obviously, there's four teams left in the playoffs. Perhaps there's somebody in that group that they're looking at, but in terms, and that would include the um, Look, obviously we've talked a lot about the over the last few years as to why he hasn't gotten a head coaching job. A lot of factors uh, surely go into that, but one of them has got to be 
the play calling aspect. And the, what I kept wondering is, you know, whether he does a little or a lot, Andy Reid dominates that situation. I, I think if he were to come here hypothetically and given give that given the play calling duties, if he has some success, that would help him. You would think going forward. And since we know Ron Rivera, you know, really you know covets Andy Reid's uh, opinion and 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 so on. I, I I could imagine a world where that is interesting. But you know, look, if you're a enemy, I, I I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what his <laughs> what his hopes and dreams are. Do you, and again, do you want to come here? Maybe it is worth it for him to call, to get the play calling if he's not getting that chance somewhere else. But that would be the you know going from can you know from the from the penthouse to I don't want to say the outhouse, but you know the penthouse to what's go whatever's going on here. I mean, that's a, that's obviously a tougher call. Yeah, I don't know what to make of the enemy stuff. I'm guessing you've heard some similar stuff that I've heard. Like, there are some real people that I've heard. Like, ah, you know, I can see Ron calling Andy about enemy and enemy's contract is up, so it's not like they have to request permission or anything. Um, but kind of to your earlier point, if he wants somebody that has that experience, it's unclear what level of experience enemy has as the primary play caller. Andy has talked at length about how much he does and how much he values him and all these things. But he also hired Matt Nagy back. And some will say the reason he only got a one-year contract is because he wants Nagy to be OC again. So we'll have to see that unfold. Um, the, the other part of it is we could talk about experience as a play caller or not, but like if Daryl Bevel was the guy that they kind of zeroed in as the favorite, I could be cool with that experience because there's a track record of success, particularly running the football. And you could argue how much involvement he had, but like they, Bevel was a part of the offense that Russ Wilson went from, you know, unheralded rookie to MVP candidate. And he was part of that. I just think the, the guys they have with experience, the experience isn't very good. So I'd rather roll with somebody new. Um, unclear what they're going to do. Uh, talking with Ben Standing from The Athletic, covers the commanders, does a great job. Um, you wrote an article, and forgive me if this was last week, I think, um, about the repeated use of the word budget by Ron Rivera mm-hmm. and Martin Mayhew uh, during their season-ending press conference. Um, tell us a little bit about kind of what your takeaways were from that, which, you know, I, I was sitting there in that presser. I, I noticed it, too. It, it was it seemed like it was certainly a, a message there. Yeah, I mean, you know, for all the criticisms there have been of Dan Snyder over the years historically, spending money has not really been one of them. I, I know they have they're far removed from the days of just you know throwing money at, at a lot of uh, older veterans, but you know they still do it here and there. You know, you're you know giving car you know taking on Carson Wentz and Alex Smith and and Josh Norman or whatever, but I've never heard the the use of the word budget uh, before. Now, salary cap is one thing because that's a real parameter that everybody has to deal with. But budget is talking about actual cash flow. And mm-hmm. when you look at situations like Deron Payne, for example, if he signs a multi-year co- extension with guaranteed money, that guaranteed money got to go into an escrow account, all of it, basically. Uh, so th- that's a big outlay. And part of the reason why I, I think Dan Sider is looking to – to exploring the sale at least is, you know, he took out loans uh, to buy out his partners. And, you know, there is some sense of, hey, he may need to, you know, move on here, you know, because he doesn't have the, the, the cash flow per se. Again, cash flow is relative. We're not talking about, 
you know, me in college can't afford pizza. I mean, but like if you're talking about this kind of this kind of money, you know, that that, that becomes an interesting thing. And, you know, you look at the quarterback deal, right? Sam Howell. Well, the biggest asset to me with Sam Howell is he doesn't cost any money. Right. If you want to go out and get a Derek Carr, that's going to cost you, you know, twenty, thirty million dollars annually, what have you. So I, I think the that the use of the term budget by both of them to me really stood out as we p- ponder what this group uh, does going forward. Not saying they couldn't keep Deron Payne, but uh, you know, they're not just, going to. Do you think they're going to? I don't think they will. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I mean, I've been, you know, talking about this for for a long time. I mean, I would say no. I mean, I- independent of. Uh, what Deron Payne did did this year, like teams just don't typically pay two defensive tackles that kind of money. They've already obviously paid John Allen, and then you have the Montez Sweat, Chase Young extensions looming over the next couple of they years. They tried to they, trade him at the draft and before cut day too. Right. Plus they drafted Darian Mathis in right. the second round. So yeah, you put all that together, and you know you would think like they would on some level it would make more sense as good as Payne was to use some of that money towards getting a right tackle and a center and a guard or whatever, or not to mention, you know, maybe keep Cole Holcomb at a cornerback. So, yeah, I, I I would probably say no. I think that the defensive tackle market's going to explode this year. I think this could, it, that position could be like the wide receiver was last year. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I would, I would say no, but you know, again, we'll, we'll see how much money um, that, you know, they can then spend uh, of that elsewhere. Um, yeah, it's interesting. The other part of that, I think when you talk about budget, and I've heard this, I've never seen the actual contract. The big thing about budget that people need to understand, and we've talked about this on the radio before, is any guaranteed money in a contract has to go into escrow. So if you're going to sign one of these quarterbacks, like the 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 discussions around Lamar and Rodgers coming to this team are just mind-boggling to me because it's not going to happen because you got to put, I don't see that happening at dude. All. I mean, Lamar wants two hundred fifty million guaranteed, whatever the number is, two hundred million guaranteed. Dan would have to cut a check. That's not going to happen. And Rodgers would be some similar, maybe not as much because it wouldn't be as many years. Even Carr, you got to figure Carr's going to get a hundred mil guaranteed on whatever new deal comes. Um, that money has to go into a bank account. Like that—that's just not going to happen right now. And and Ben, I'm curious if you've heard this too. Again, I haven't seen the actual contract, but I believe I heard that McLaurin's deal. A lot of the guarantee was actually pushed off until this year, like like when the guaranteed money is due, and it maybe was done as a roster bonus instead of a signing bonus, so that they didn't have to put all that money away. Have you heard anything like that? Um. I need my second cup of coffee to 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 access that part of my brain yeah, today. Yeah, uh, but but I would say that like you know in his case, you know he had a deal that was through this year. Right, and that's true. It was an extension. Was, yeah, yeah. Right. So it could have just been the you know the extension was kicking in. At least he knew it was guaranteed and and that type of deal. Um, but yeah, no, the the escrow thing is 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 a is a big deal. And and look, even if Dan Snyder were to, to sell like I you know I, we don't know what that time frame is is it going to happen in March is it going to happen this summer I, you know the, uh, you know so you still have to add, do, put that money away one way or the other even if he you know gets it back from a sale yeah I just pulled up Terry's deal so you know 22 he was still on his rookie deal this year he has a base salary at two million cap number of 11 million 
it is 24, the base salary jumps to 15, 25 jumps to 15. Um, he, there's 53 million in guaranteed money. 34 of it is guaranteed at signing. So they did kind of backload that thing, which isn't that unusual, but like he's there's, this is the only thing that's a little tricky. If he's on the roster on the third day of this league year, which obviously he's going to be, then he gets twelve million in guarantees next year. Like they 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 did push that out a little, which is just kind of interesting. Especially, they probably had an idea of what. Think about it. The BOA Securities announcement came in November. When they got the Terry deal done was in July. They might have had an idea of where they were going. What was going on? Yeah, I mean, also, like, one of the advantages, right, of signing a longer-term deal as opposed to saying they use, like, the franchise tag on, on if they'd use it on Terry or on Duran, like, all that, you, you know, in, like, Duran's case, it would be $19 million basically all next year. That's a big cap number, right? But if you have a multi-year deal, you can spread that out a bit and, and massage it. So if in a given year you already see we have big expenses coming, we can – you know, make his number smaller there or bigger in other years where we don't have as much. And that's probably to some degree what they were, what they were doing here uh, with Terry, you know, taking on Carson last year, you know, they obviously, that that was a huge uh, cap number at 28.3 million. So they they weren't going to be able to, you know, tack on too much more last year. So, you know, part of it is cap manipulation as well, but yeah, it's, it's all, it's all a factor for sure. Um, last one is, is, is Howell QB one or just one QB? Make it quick. <laughs> I think it's just one QB. I think they've got, I don't know who they're going to get, but like somebody else is coming in here and I'm not convinced Ron Rivera is going to go into a huge year on with Sam Howe making uh, with one career start, but he's interesting. I, I'm, I'm willing to see what happens, but I can't believe that they're, they're going to just say he's the guy we're good. I'm intrigued. I'm impressed. I'm encouraged. He will see, but he ain't QB one. Benny, thank you for the time, man. I appreciate you. Yep, see you guys. Thank All you. Right. Man. That's our guy, Ben Standing, pride of BCC High School. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter, at Ben Standing. Talking about pride, talking about service, got to check out our people over at Orsman Automotive of Virginia. Orsman's been doing business in this area for over 100 years. You don't stay in business for over 100 years unless you're doing it right. They've got convenient locations all over Northern Virginia, from Alexandria to Chantilly, and they've got everything you're looking for, Toyotas, Kias, Fords, Lincolns, Jeep, Dodge, Rams, those big old Ram trucks that are dope. Mm -hmm. They've got great deals, great selection, great financing, which is important now more than ever, and exceptional service, and it's all backed up by their exclusive Oarsman Lifetime Edge. And with that Lifetime Edge, you get up to $1,500 in bonus extras, including uh, complimentary car washes with every scheduled maintenance. You get loaner cars with every major maintenance, and you get Oarsman's Lifetime Engine Guarantee. Listen, you can bring any car into Oarsman's Virginia stores, and they will buy regardless of the make, the model, or the year. Listen, as I said over these over, over these airways the last few weeks, I've sent over six, seven guys to let's say people, guys and ladies over to Oarsman Chantilly Kia, and they've all been taken care of. And as they said, listen, man, they went in, they, man, these guys treat me special. One of my buddies, eight to the nines, told me straight up, he said, bro, they really took care of me, made me feel special. If you want to go out there right now and buy a car and you want to be treated the proper way, you go to any Oarsman store in the Virginia area. Orsman will pay you up to $125 of the Kelly Blue Book value for your pre-owned vehicles. And as they like to say at Orsman Virginia stores, let's ride together. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.